Finch, you fall through a magical stream. Swirling bright lights of pink, blue, purple, and green surround you. The blue orb is clasped in your grip as you fall. The swirling lights around you get brighter and brighter and turn to a blinding white light before you eventually fall face first into deep snow. You stand up out of this three foot deep snow and look at the blue orb in your hand. You quickly secure it in your satchel. Finally, you have all four orbs. But your hand looks different. Your arm is not your arm. Your satchel isn't the normal brown. And then you hear around you. Finch, is, is that you? You look up and there are four standing around you, but none of them look familiar. Who would like to describe their Christmas characters first? I would. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Doroth. You know that it's Doroth just because of his energy, his aura. What I've basically done is made my character an amalgamation of all my favorite Christmas gifts that I've gotten over the years. So <laughs> his body, like his torso, is a vertical PlayStation 1. <laughs> Steven, have fun drawing this one. His arms and legs are the fucking Nerf footballs with the tail. On <laughs> <laughs> and his head from neck up is like this bust of like this statue of like I don't know who I'm thinking like it's like an African slave or something that somebody got me one time so yeah that's his head <laughs> and he's like a statue <laughs> so that's yours alright <laughs> who would like to follow that one <laughs> I'll do it it is I Felomir <laughs> And I'm wearing a, a tight red spandex suit uh, with gold boots and gold gloves and a giant golden F emblazoned on my chest with a, a, a golden visor over my head. And I'm Turbo Man from Jingle All The Way. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Man from Jingle All The Way. Yes. We're reaching deep for these Christmas specials. Yeah, well, we got to. We, yeah, the claymation ain't going to cut it this year. All right. Turbo Man can't be beat, but I'm going to, you know, at least put myself out there. I'm Finch, and I'm going to be uh, kind of like a 2D, like, very, like, Christmas Charlie Brown drawn character. Um, and, and I kind of want it to work like the Paper Mario kind of deal <laughs> as to how I kind of, you know, turn and do All things right. in a 3D environment. Yes. But I'm very much a 2D, uh, like, poorly drawn character. Can I understand what Charlie Brown's weapon's going to be? I should probably have a slingshot or something. That'd be cool. If we were trying to get into a place and there was a crack in the wall, you could just, like, turn and just, like, <laughs> yeah. slide in. Yeah, there we go. That door, I don't care if it has hinges, dude. <laughs> if it's got a crack, I'm getting in. Okay. You see Astra. You can tell it's Astra, but she's wooden. And she has these bright pink circles painted on her cheeks and a really tall hat and some kind of device sticking out of her back and a jaw that just kind of opens. Um, she's a nutcracker <laughs> dressed in some very royal looking army garb. I don't know what the hell they wear. You know, you know, you know yeah. what they look like. And then Oystrich is a little, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Matt. My matrioska doll, little nesting doll. Oh, the, the dolls <laughs> the that like open up. The little Russian nesting dolls. Okay. <laughs> matrioska, matrioska, something like that. And it, he looks like Oystrich, except he's also wooden. 
uh, save for a little painted uh, Christmas hat that he has on. All right, so you see, uh, you you realize it's Keth because of the way that he's standing, but it's just a little kid with these real big glasses. And in one hand, he's holding what looks like a a big, long flintlock. And in the other hand, he's holding a trash can lid. I'm the kid from a Christmas store. <laughs> yes. Wait, are you at the peak bunny suit? Now I am. Yes. <laughs> there we go. What are we? Why are we back here? <laughs> what is that voice? I don't know. Are, are you making fun of me? No. Oh, that's adorable. You just see Astra's mouth just like wood, <laughs> just knocking back and forth. I think we're in the holiday realm again. I'm freaking out. I can't see the tops of my arms. (laughs) Why does this keep happening? I'm sick of this shit. (laughs) I would love to see what happens if Kath turns to the fire giant. (laughs) It's just like the dancing baby, but on fire. (laughs) No, he turns into Santa and goes, oh, 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 and then kicks you. What do you look like, Dave? (laughs) What? a familiar marble of light floats down from the sky and hovers ten feet away from y'all. You then hear audibly, Heroes! You're so close to saving the holiday plains! The floods of the realm of treats have lowered! The peeping eggs of the realm of eggs are no longer cursed! And Hank Gibbons of the realm of giving is once again on our side! The blizzard around the realm of presents has dimmed! However, the realm of presents is still in danger! The last step in this task for you is to vanquish the Frost Lord. He is the reason the Holiday Plains have been thrown into this turmoil. But again, we cannot stay long as we need to conserve our energy. Go back to the top of that tower and you will find where the Frost Lord is. Good luck. And then the marble of light floats back into the sky. So are you saying that the Frost Lord is the reason for the season? And you look around and you're back in that familiar frozen landscape and up on the top of a hill you see a 10-story tower that you once have been to before. At the top from this distance you can see the bells hanging around the top of the tower. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Astron. No fixing those bells this time. Okay. Well, I guess we have to go there, right? It looks like it. We want to get out of here. Yeah. Astra starts waddling. (laughs) You follow the road up the hill to the tower. The tower has an open archway at the base leading into it. When you walk inside, you see a hollow tower with a spiral staircase hugging the wall with no railing. 
It leads to the top of this 10-story tower. From the lookout off in the distance, in this winter wasteland, you see the gargantuan train dormant with settled snow all over it. And then you look to the familiar four bells. The first bell is an engraving of an old man with a floppy cone hat and a large beard. His cheeks are big and round. The bell has a large crack in it. The second bell is an engraving of a turkey's head with a monocle and a top hat. The bell has a large crack in it. The third bell is an engraving of a jack-lantern with flames erupting from his eyes. The bell has a large crack in it. The fourth bell is an engraving of a rabbit's head with decaying skin. The bell has a large crack in it. Then in the middle of the tower on the floor, there's an engraving of a large snowflake. It glows with a gray aura. Well, do we just stomp on it? I could try hitting it with my slingshot. I think we need to fix these bells as I'm like really <laughs> up close to one. No! Look, I'm I'm down with the slingshot idea. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to grip it and rip it. All right. It's 27. 27 to hit the ground. All right. <laughs> so you take your slingshot and you pull back and you release the rock. And it does indeed hit the floor. That's that's 12 damage. <laughs> it does indeed hit the floor. It's 12 and damage. And it bounces off and flies off of the tower. No, it doesn't bounce. It. it sticks in to the floor. Rats. I'm going to go jump on the snowflake. All right. Felomir runs up and jumps on the snowflake and disappears. What? Oh, well, you stomp on it. And I'm just going to go stomp on it. <laughs> Doris runs up and stomps on it and disappears. Well, I guess this is the way. And Astra will waddle over. And Astra disappears as she waddles onto the platform. Uh, Kath will run up and jump on it and say, Yippee! Kath jumps on it and disappears. That leaves you, Finch. All right. Well, I'll shrug and I'll waddle up as a two-dimensional thing and then just kind of like fall over like a board onto the ground onto it. And as you hit the floor, you disappear. And as you fall through this cold, magical wormhole, a creepy voice sings a haunting tune. Frosty the snowman What an evil hungry soul with his corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Frosty the snowman is a horror tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he murdered all one day. There must have been cursed magic in that old top hat they found for when they placed it on his head he began to pillage the town oh frosty the snowman was alive as he could be and the children say he could melt away if the sun would rise again As you come out of this portal, you find yourself centered in the middle of this large chamber made of ice. It's dark, and a throne sits atop an altar in front of you. But what is more eerie is surrounding you are 15 figures made of snow. These snow figurines have three tiered bodies, a corncob pipe in their mouth, a carrot for a nose, dark shadowy eyes of coal, and a black top hat. 
They stand in the silence of this crystal chamber. Give me perception checks. Eight. Ten. Eighteen. Sixteen. Twenty-eight. Doroth, Felomir, and Finch, you stand looking around curiously, and Keth and Astra, you just, in this darkness, you're having a hard time really focusing on things. And then all of a sudden, Doroth, Felomir, and Finch, you see one of the snowmen close to you, that middle tier of its body starts to kind of morph and protrude in the front as it forms a large ball, and then it shoots into the direction of all of you. Give me initiatives. In this first round of combat, Keth and Astra, you have been surprised, so your first turn will be skipped. But first up would be Keth in that order, so Keth, you will not have your turn this time. Oh, fudge. (laughs) (laughs) Finch, it is your turn, and you are aware of one of these snowmen protruding a snowball from its belly. Good grief. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Hunter's Mark on this guy as well. Okay. I'm going to pop off two shots. Okay. First one's a 21. 21 is a hit. Second one is a 16. 16 is a miss. Okay. The damage is 11. 11 damage to the Frost Lord. Uh, With that first strike, the pebble from your slingshot hits its belly and kind of goes in deep of the snow. The second one just goes like right between the crease of the top tier and the bottom tier or middle tier. And the Frost Lord sort of like winces at the pain and bends a little bit. You can see its body sort of roll to try to like reform itself in that wound. And after Finch, we go to the Frost Lord and he shoots at the person closest to him, which would be you, Felomir. No. A snowball cannon is shot at you for a 14. That's a hit. You take 15 cold damage as the snowball hits you. And as you see the snowball get shot and the movement of the snowman was sort of moving, he stops moving for a moment and it seems to just go still and you look around quickly and you notice that it seems to be standing still just like all the other snowmen. Okay, I see what's going on here. (laughs) Your hunter's mark is still on that snowman. So this literally is that episode of The Office. Yes, actually. <laughs> and you will see quickly that there will be a ability that the Frost Lord has that I call the Shroot Effect. Oh my god. <laughs> and you will learn about the Shroot Effect right now as we move on to Thelomir's turn. Thelomir, because you do not know where the Frost Lord currently is amongst the snowmen, you need to give me a wisdom save as you are fearful, looking around, panicking at all the snowmen. And the closest one you are at is the one you are currently doing the wisdom save against. Uh, that is a 20. 20 is a success. So at this point, I will allow you to do an attack. If you hit, you will roll a d12. And if you roll a 12, you are hitting the correct snowman. Do I have to do an attack? Uh, well, you don't have to do an attack. You can, if you are to attack, that's how it would work. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh, you're going to see Felomir say, It's Felomir time! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to cast Telekinesis on myself. Okay. And shoot up 30 feet into the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God, dude. We, I'm definitely making it. It's Felomir time. <laughs> Anything else on your turn, Felomir? 
I didn't think this through very well, so no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And after Felomir, we move on to Dorth. Dorth, I will need you to give me a wisdom save. This is a fear effect in case anyone has anything regarding that. 16. Uh, 16 is a success. So you are allowed to do what you would like on your turn. I am going to attack the closest snowman to me with my uh, rapier. So you're stabbing it with an umbrella like Jim? Yes. That's, I'm <laughs> gonna just going to knock the heads off of it. Let's just follow the plot of the episode. Let's just do that. Ooh, close. That's going to be a 24. 24 is a hit. For three damage. It is not enough to dismantle this this snowman. So yeah, you walk up to the snowman and you start whacking it with the side of your rapier, not really using it the way you should be. And uh, the effect on the snowman is minimal and it does not dismantle it. So I just checked something. Okay. I can't be surprised. Oh, okay. With my feral instinct. Okay. Well, that being the case, we'll go ahead and do your turn here before Astra. Uh, give me a wisdom save. Can you be feared? I oh. can be feared. <laughs> he can and will. Very likely. 16. 16 is a success. You are not affected by the fear. All right. So I do have to rage uh, as part of the feral instinct. So I'm going to rage. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle <laughs> and uh, run up to the nearest snowman and start wailing on it. All right. So you were standing right next to one. So uh, go ahead and give me the attacks. It's uh, 23 and 20. All right, those are both hits. So go ahead and give me a d12 roll. Three. So this is, in fact, not the Frost Lord, but go ahead and give me damage for these two successful attacks. 28. 28 is enough damage to destroy this snowman. So you wail on the snowman with your Warhammer, and I believe you still have your movement left. Uh, Yeah, I'll run up to another snowman. Definitely not a Warhammer. The butt of a rifle, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's right, not a Warhammer. Yeah, so you walk up to it and beat it with the butt of your rifle. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry, I got to get in the Christmas spirit, apparently. And after Keth, we move on to Astra, who is surprised, unless you have a way to negate surprise. I don't think so. Okay, so then we skip Astra's turn, which means I want to do the fear effect that she's already feared, basically. And we go back to the top of the round with Keth. Keth, I need another wisdom save. Four. This is indeed a failure, so you will spend your entire action, your entire turn, running away as if you've been turned from the closest snowman. So how much speed do you have? 40. <laughs> I like how he answered that like a dwarf. Nice. Four zero. <laughs> 40. Oh, you off the damn? <laughs> Start circumventing. Is this how we die? We like we leave the map area until it, until it either like throws us back in the middle or we just like fall off the edge. We get a ring out. <laughs> You've run to the wall of this ice crystal chamber and uh, you are just running away scared. Ooh, get your tongue like stuck to the wall. <laughs> Perfect opportunity. You definitely gotta do that at some point. So after Kath, we move on to Finch. Finch, give me a wisdom save. Twenty-one. 21 is a success, so you could take whatever action you'd like here. And I'm just going to keep shooting at the one I got Hunter's Mark on. Okay. <laughs> so the snowman that has Hunter's Mark, go ahead. Uh, at this point, I know that I don't know where he is. I know if I got Hunter's Mark on one already, so I might as well kill him. All right. All right. 
We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shoot twice, like I do. Twenty-eight. That's a hit. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is also a hit. So roll a d12 for me. Never use my d12. What's the d12 for right now? To determine if you're actually hitting the Frost Lord or Snowman. Eight. Eight means you did not hit the Frost Lord. So uh, go ahead and give me the damage to see if you destroy the Snowman with Hunter's Mark on it. Twenty. Twenty damage does indeed destroy the Snowman. <laughs> All right. So after Finch, we move on to the Frost Lord. A snowball gets shot. Felomir, you get attacked. Thirteen this time. Fender wins. <laughs> <laughs> So with your telekinesis, you quickly move yourself out of the way as a large snowball comes flying at you. You quickly look look to the direction of that snowman, and it has now gone dormant and is now still. So it's not the same one. What snowman was it? It doesn't technically matter because it's now changed. Well, I want to know. (laughs) I'm kidding. This one. (laughs) (laughs) And after the Frost Lord, we move on to Felomir. Ah, <laughs> I say, and I will use my action to control my telekinesis. <laughs> and I'm going to swoop down onto the uh, the platform with the throne and everything and stop there on the ground. All right. That was your action. And then I'll turn around. That's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I don't have a bonus action. <laughs> I like that you could have ran there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he really likes to utilize those two warlock spells. I gotta use them both. And after Felomir, we move on to Doroth. Doroth, you are within range of a snowman, so I will need you to give me a wisdom save. That's gonna be a three. A three is a failure, so you will run away from the closest snowman as far as you can with your action. Ah! No, actually, what you hear is the sound that a PS1 makes when you turn it, turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> After Doroth, we then move on to Astra. Astra, there is a snowman within range for this fear effect. Because you are within range of a snowman, I will need you to give me a wisdom save. That's an 11. An 11 is a failure, so you use your action and movement to run away as far as you can. Where are you guys going? <laughs> And after Astro, we're at the top of the round with Keth. Keth, you are not in range of a snowman, so you have full reign this turn. All right. I'm going to rush to the closest snowman and start whaling. So you run up to a snowman with your BB gun. Ooh, that first one's a crit miss. That is a failure. Second one's going to be a 22. 22 is a hit. Give me the d12 roll. One. One means it will be a snowman. And that's 18 points of damage. 18 points will destroy the snowman. Take that! And I keep saying your Warhammer, I think, but it's with the butt of your BB gun as you destroy this snowman. Is there anything else on your turn, Keth? I don't think that Keth would figure out what's going on with these snowmen, so he's going to move closer. All right. And after Keth, we then go on to Finch. Have I moved my Hunter's Mark to a new one yet? Yes, you put it on the one that Doroth damaged. All right. Well, I'm going to shoot at that one, and I'm just going to do one shot first after okay. learning from my mistake from All last right. time. Shit, crit miss, dude. <laughs> crit miss is indeed a failure. I'm going to go again. And that one's 28. 28 is a hit. Go ahead and give me a d12 roll. Eight. Eight means that it is a snowman and not the frost lord. So go ahead and give me the damage. You, son of a bitch. you rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, 20 damage total. 20 damage total is enough to destroy this snowman. Where would you like to move your hunter's mark to? The next closest one from you. I'm just going to keep spinning in like a circle, basically, I think. All right. So after Fitch, we move on to the Frost Lord, who attacks me. Got to be him. It has Turbo to be Man, me. It looks like you're taking over his throne. Yeah. So. Hell yeah, I am. So he goes after you. <laughs> this will be a 25 to hit. Yes. This will be 20 cold damage. Ow. Did you maintain your concentration? I did. Hell yeah. For whatever that means. <laughs> I can. Yeah. Okay. He's <laughs> chosen not to. Well, no, I, it's an action to do it. So I use my first action to, to get, the air. get me in the air, and I use my second action to get me out of the air. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. And so after the Frost Lord makes that attack, he moves to another snowman, and we move on to Thelomir. I am just going to Eldritch Blast. Okay. The nearest snowman. All right, go ahead and give me that attack. Uh, that's going to be a 17. 17 is a hit. Oh, wait, that is a miss. All right, well, the second one is a 32. 32 is a hit. For nine points of force damage. Nine points of force damage destroys the snowman. Take that. Wait, I don't know if it's a snowman. Give me a d12. Evil doer. Mm, could be the Frost Lord. Six. It is a snowman. Anything else on your turn? I'm going to move behind the throne. <laughs> For half cover. Yes. <laughs> All right, so then we then move on to Doris. You are out of range, so you do not have to do the fear effect. All right, so I would normally dig my wand of uh, mental strife out of my kangaroo pouch. But this time, I'm just going to open the disc tray. <laughs> and you're holding a Metal Gear Solid disc on your finger? Of course I am. Yeah, of course I am. <laughs> it's going to go, and I'm just <laughs> going to cast a uh, a bolt from my wand of mental strife. All right, it's from your CD of mental strife. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget to smoke a cigarette for health. Oh, yeah. No, oh, for, for, for stealth. Yeah, okay, because the, the lasers, like, you got to use the smoke <laughs> to see the invisible light. Anyway, Metal Gear Solid is a great game. Play that shit. Anyway. <laughs> Damn, I'm using a lucky die. All right, that's going to be a 21. 21 is a hit. Go ahead and give me a d12 to determine if it is a snowman or the frost lord. Eight. Eight, it is a snowman. Give me the damage. Nine damage. Nine damage is enough to kill this snowman with psychic damage. Tell me what this looks like. Uh, I'm going to shoot the wand at his head and then just say, you're not the real Frost Lord, are you? And his head just explodes <laughs> uh, from shame, <laughs> I guess. Awesome. And is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Dorothy? Any movement? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get in melee range of the one closest to me. All right. So you move up 25 feet. That's going to be it. We move on from Doroth to Astra. Okay. So I'd like to use my AoE gem shield to do a um, area of effect to as many snowmen as I can that are okay. within 45 feet of me, but I'd like to kind of do like a 180 rather than a radius, a full radius. Okay. So yeah, it looks like you can position yourself. So that'll get you five of them. Cool. Five snowmen. Hell yeah. So okay. not Finch. And not Finch because she's going to use the shield in front of her and make a 180 out of it. So I'm counting that as this line diagonally. Okay, I see you. So go ahead and give me the spell attack. Well, it's an it's an AOE, so we actually need to treat this as probably like fireball. 
So I'm going to make it a dexterity save for the snowmen. And I'll just roll it once. And honestly, this is a good thing because there's snowmen that aren't moving. So uh, they're going to have disadvantage on their dexterity save. Okay. And they don't have a dexterity bonus. So that's going to be a 13. What's your spell DC for sorcerer? 15. All right. So that is a success. Uh, give me 5d10 rolls. Not a 12 anymore. Mm. What? I We're need... narrowing oh. the herd. Oh. This is for the snowmans. You gotta have, like, dude, you gotta roll 10. What so if you roll, times. if one of those d10s hits a zero, then you hit the frost lord, please. All right, so zero, is that a 10? You're looking for a zero, yeah. Yes, I've got one zero, an eight, two eights, a three and a seven. All right, so if you got one zero, that means you hit it at least once, and the other four will just be snowmen. So go ahead and give me the damage for your spell that you're doing. What kind of damage are you doing? Fire. Fire. Fire, fire. 31 damage. That means it'll become 62 damage as oh. the fire damage makes is a uh, doubled. Hell yeah. On the Frost Lord. And that does indeed melt the other four snowmen away. Yeah, it does. Nice. Yeah, fuck you, Dave. And I did roll a die to determine if which of these five snowmen uh, was the Frost Lord. And it was indeed the one standing right next to you, Astra. Great. And... <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Astra? Um, do I know that it's the Frost Lord? It's the only one that didn't melt, so you would hope so. I'll do my bonus spell of spiritual weapon and place it on that dude. All right. A bonus action of spiritual weapon. Okay. And I'll put it behind him if I can. I'm going to do a fourth level spiritual weapon. All right. Don't forget life force. That is 24. 24 is a hit on the Frost Lord with the spiritual weapon. Eight, uh, nine plus two is 11. 11 damage. All right. We're whittling away at the Frost Lord. After Astra, then we move on to the top of the round with Keth. And Keth, you are not in range of a snowman, so you do not have to do the fear effect thing. All right. So I'm going to see uh, what Astra did, and I'm going to say, oh, that's, that's a good idea. And I'm going to uh, pull out my ring of fireball. Okay. And whenever I use it, it instead of like casting a fireball, it just conjures up a present. And I'm going to open up the present. I'm going to like tear at the wrapping paper real greedily. And I'm going to pull out a football. And I'm just going <laughs> to frown. And then I'm going to throw <laughs> the football into the range of uh, the biggest group of snowman. All right. Um, I think you can actually hit all four of those without touching Astra or Doroth or Finch. So, yeah. You cool. can do it to four, so and you know it's not the Frost Lord, so go. I'll go ahead and roll the disadvantaged dexterity save. DC twelve. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. I got a seventeen with a negative one dex. Mm. What was the hey. second one? Uh, critical. <laughs> it's only half damage though. I mean, yeah, it's, it's still, still half damage, damage, right? Okay. So and they're still, vulnerable. So they're half damage and vulnerable. So really, it's just full damage. Twenty nine. Twenty nine damage kills all four of these snowmen. There are now only three snowmen God damn. on the board. One of them you currently know is the Frost Lord. Finch, it is your turn. Well, seeing as how I know this is the Frost Lord, I'm going to move my Hunter's Mark onto him. Okay, and that'll use up your bonus action. And then with my slingshot, I'm going to you know, pull back that rubber band and really just let it fly. You are currently not in the sweet spot. All right. Um, Would you like to move first? Yeah, let me move back to get myself in the sweet spot. First one is 20. 
Second one's 21. Both hit. 25 damage. 25 damage for the first one. 13. 13 for the second hit. Nine! <laughs> with every, with every pullback and release. So after Fitch, we then move on to the Frostlord. So you now do not know which one of these three snowmen are the Frostlord. My apologies, he attacks you first, Astra, as you're standing right in front of him, and it'll be a ranged attack at disadvantage. All right. There's an 18 hit. Defender wins. Defender wins. You block it with your shields. No flurries go all around you. And then you see it go dormant. After the Frost Lord, we move on to Felomir. Ah, again. <laughs> I say, uh, I will Eldritch Blast. Uh, the one that was the Frost Lord because I saw him hitting my friends. Okay. So go ahead and give me the attack. First one's a 15. 15 is a hit. Roll a d6 for me. One, two, and three is four, five, and six as well. It's going to be a one. One is a failure, so you will hit the snowman. Go ahead and give me the damage. 11 force damage. 11 force damage is enough to destroy this snowman. All right, and with my second blast, I will attack the next closest snowman. All right, which will be the one that is 15 feet away from Keth. For a 20... Eight. 28 is a hit. Go ahead and roll a d4 for me. And one and two is also three and four. Somebody's got to succeed one of these, man. Four. Four is the Frost Lord. So you hit the yes. Frost Lord. For four points of force damage. <laughs> four points of force damage. Oh, and then I'm going to move. I'm going to move forward. Okay. 25 feet. And that will be my turn. Okay. And after Thelamir, we move on to Dorth. Dorth, the two snowmen that currently still exist are roughly 90, 80 feet away, something like that. I'm going to use my action to dash 50 feet towards the snowmen. What sound do I want to make as I'm dashing? That's a PS1 uh, reference. The disc is scratched up and it's trying really hard to, oh God. <laughs> to, oh God. to register the what the is. The, the disc read and whirring. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. And that's your movement. Yes. Because <laughs> you're struggling to move forward. Oh, that's my uh, action, too. That dash. Oh, the dash. Yeah, there we go. And after Dorth, we then move on to Astra. There's only two snowmen remaining. Oh, oh yeah. Do they know now? which one is the Frost Lord since I sure. hit him? So the Frost Lord is the one that is closest to Keth, everyone knows. Um. Okay. Astra is going to get out of... Dorothy's way. She's going to kind of s- swoop around and get a better line of sight to the Frost Lord. And she will cast a level 5 fireball. Alright, let's do it. Uh, he's going to roll a dexterity save at disadvantage, which is a critical miss, <laughs> which means not only will you double your damage, but you will roll a d20 for your critical. Wild magic? And wild magic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this guy's dead. There's no yeah. <laughs> Just a clean roll, right? Yeah. 14. 14 is max damage. <laughs> you don't have to roll your die. So that uh, max damage, it was a five level. Fifth level yeah, fireball. so it's 10d6. Plus an extra die. So 7d6. So 11d6. Uh, sorry, 11d6. So 66 fire damage doubled would be... 11 132. Yeah, yeah. Times two, 132. 61. 61? 61. We still got to look at the wild magic chart. Yeah, dog. For the next minute... You must shout when you speak. (laughs) See? (laughs) We gotta know. And as Astra casts this fireball, dealing a significant amount of damage, 
The Frost Lord is destroyed, and she says, Did I kill it? Did I kill it? And with the death of the Frost Lord, this frozen palace begins to tremble and shake. Sharp ice shards begin to fall from the ceiling. Give me dexterity saves as you dodge these spears of ice. Eight. Christmas. <laughs> Nineteen. Five. Thirteen. All right. Astro Felomir, you fail. Doroth, Advent, you succeed. Kath, you double fail. <laughs> uh, so this will be 12 damage to Astro and Doroth, 24 damage to Keth. My I'm eye. sorry, not Astro and Doroth, but Astro and <laughs> Felomir. <laughs> My eye. <laughs> and with no escape in sight, you begin to question if you will survive this collapsing ice palace. This is when a familiar floating marble floats into the center of the chamber. You each are lifted into the air as arcane energy surrounds you. You hear, Heroes, do not worry! Your bodies are then sucked into a portal and teleported. land in deep snow. Around you is a quaint Christmas village. The buildings made of gingerbread, icing, and large gumdrops. Candy canes with signs on them. One reads, Santa's Village. Doors of the building begin to slowly open up. Out from these buildings, hundreds of little elves in green outfits. Their shoes curl up to the toes, and dangling bells jingle with every step. Then over at a large building, an elderly woman walks out. A human woman with graying hair and bifocals. She's dressed in a red dress carrying a metal tray. She approaches. Well, if it isn't the heroes of the holiday plains. That's us. It is I, <laughs> Felomir. Hello. And on this metal sheet that she's carrying, you see cookies, all decorated with Christmas cheer. And she walks to each one of you, handing one to you. Oh. Thank you, Mrs. Miss, Mrs. Claus, I presume? Yes, I am Mrs. Claus. It's, well, the late Mrs. Claus. I'm now widowed. Frost Lord took Santa away from me. <laughs> <laughs> what? S Santa, the big man, the head honcho, the connection, he's dead? <laughs> <laughs> the connection. Yes, I believe you fought him already. The Frost Lord had turned him into a mechanical being. <laughs> yes, we killed him. Astra's painted eyes look very um, dead, and she's going to slowly take her wooden arm and place the cookie in her mouth. Uh, Keth, a, a little help. <laughs> Has a minute gone by? I'll grab the thing on her back to help her. <laughs> we'll, we'll say a minute's gone by with the portal movement and everything. Uh, and Astra, as you eat this cookie, 
you are healed completely. Hell yeah. And your body goes back to normal to Astra. I'll eat the cookie as well. Keth, you eat the cookie. You are also healed to 100% and become the normal Keth. Thank the Guardians. I eat the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> you pop the cookie in the PS2 tray. Yeah. The PS1 tray. <laughs> it plays Parappa the Rapper for some reason. <laughs> Doroth, you become your normal self and healed 100%. I'll save this for later. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> I'll see what's going on. I was like, all oh, right, give me one of those blockheads, and, and, I'll, and I'll start eating one. All right, so Finch, you eat yours, and you become the normal-looking Finch. You really pocketing yours? Yes. What if, <laughs> like, this means that when Finch comes back... <laughs> it, it's Bellamere Man. It's like <laughs> Well, I mean, I was going to give you all a cookie for free to take with you, but if you're not going to eat yours, then I guess you just get to keep it. <laughs> I'll have another. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says, oh, don't look so sad for killing Santa. You freed him from that, that terrible hell that he was that was cursed on him from the Frost Lord. I really appreciate you releasing his spirit from that mechanical being. I don't think any of us are sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we didn't really know it was the real Santa. Or I did anyway. Hey, how do we get out of here? Oh, I will take you, but you'll just have to give me a little bit of time. And Mrs. Claus then spins on her heels, and she gets faster and faster in the spin. Sparkles and shine come from her as she spins in a tornado-like fashion. When she starts to slow down, you see her outfit has changed to a large, warm red jacket, a pair of thick red pants, shiny black leather boots, and a floppy red cone hat with a white ball at the end. And out on her back, slung over her shoulder, is a large red sack filled with presents. A sleigh comes whipping around from the backside of her home, and at the helm are nine reindeer. The one in the front has a blinking red nose. She saddles up in the sleigh and says, If you want to head home, now is your chance. Hop aboard. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hop in the passenger seat. I'll, I'll uh, jump in the back. Of course we hopping in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, oh, be back. I, I look at um, I'll look at Mrs. Claus. Oh, uh, can I get uh, just a a cookie crumb and hand like show her oysters. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, of course. And she takes like the metal tray from an elf and like takes a crumb off of it and hands it to you. Thank you. Let's open up the nesting doll and put the <laughs> crumb inside. <laughs> I do that. And then Oyster teaches it and becomes his normal self. And then you all climb aboard the sleigh and the elves wave you off as the widowed Mrs. Claus takes on the duty of her late husband and takes to the skies. With that, we end our holiday campaign. Happy holidays, y'all, and happy holidays to you, listeners. See you next year. Hashtag girl boss, Miss Claus. <laughs> Dave, you killed Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Do you realize that? Like it wasn't nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, it says, uh, so you can, 
you if you're can't. surprised at the beginning of combat and aren't incapacitated, you may act normally on your <laughs> shut up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's an outtake right there. <laughs> yeah, start over. <laughs>